I think what's really good early on in the book, again, wow, we're just teasing the framework here. Um, basically, what Donald Miller says about the consumer is, and this is true if you think about it, everything we do, every decision we make, every product we use, everything we decide to do comes down to the fact of, will this help me survive or thrive as a human being? Welcome back to the Smart Nonsense Podcast. I'm Henry. That's Dylan on Smart Nonsense. We talk about entrepreneurship, self-development, challenging norms. We're back, baby. We're back. It's and March. What? We brought our live audience with us. We God, he's just so Gen Z'd out. He doesn't even. Hey, we, he we got a new catchphrase. Um, it goes, <laughs> yes, sir. Skirt. It's good to be back okay. today. <laughs> oh, there's there's a lot on our plate today. We're talking about a book. I don't know if you want to intro that, but we got to, I don't know. I don't know where yeah. we start, Belky. We got today. lots today. of problems on our hands. Today. We'll get to the problems. Today, we're doing a little book club mm-hmm. on a nice little read. It's called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Show it to the camera. It's a number one best-selling Wall Street Journal bestseller. All right? <laughs> so get on YouTube. Watch this, subscribe, yes. send Dylan a message, send him an email, yeah, do send me all a DM if you're things. That was a lot of calls to action. Yeah, yeah, you read the book, but Who's you didn't it do it. Who's the book for? Well, Belky, Belky, let me... Oh, this is kind of intimidating. <laughs> We've got a viewer. we got a crackhead staring he's, at us. He's behind the camera. Uh, he's direct creative director. Belky, you know, I was thinking about how to start this podcast. And I don't know. I might, blow it. I might blow it again. I don't want to start it this way. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, so here we go. We go back to World War II, Belky, because that—that's where it all starts. And I use the voice. You know, I use the voice when I get excited. Every episode now has a World War II. Yes, history sir. Lesson. We talked about yes. the Flying Fortress in the last one. That's it playing. That's still in playing away, it with AJ. his finger. This one we're talking about World War II. That shit wraps up, right? We we give them Nazis and the Japanese a good, and the Italians if you count them. We give them a good little butt whipping. <laughs> I want to say butt whipping. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. It's been so long since we shot a podcast. Okay, so we get some good butt whipping, if that's a phrase. And then coming out of that, we get Germany, and we split that shit in two. Because on one side, we got the Soviets. On the other, we have the Americans. Did we read the same book? (laughs) Did we read the same book? There's a lot of preamble here, let me tell you. I think I started too far back. (laughs) But but we both think we're dope as shit. They got a little bit of a different method, but we tag-teamed the Germans. So, bam, we get there. What do they do differently? They got this thing called communism. We don't like that. We do <laughs> capitalism. But we all want to prove we're the big dogs in town. So how do we do that? We go to space. <laughs> so we want to prove that we got all the tech. We can do this shit right. But guess what happens? 1957, Belky. I'm spitting everywhere. 1957? Sputnik? Sputnik! What? <laughs> What book are we yes, doing? sir. Sputnik. They shoot that shit right up into orbit. We get nervous. Two years later, not two years, let's call it four years, because that's 1961. They shoot Yuri Gagarin right up in the space. <laughs> that's not your colleague, Yuri, right? <laughs> Different Yuri. This one's a little bit 
older because he's <clears throat> in the 60s. All right. They shoot him up. We're getting nervous. 1962, Me a year too. later. This is... <laughs> what is this podcast called? I don't think I read the right book. <laughs> 1962, Rice University. Where does that bring us? <laughs> I don't know. John F. Kennedy gets on stage and he rallies the troops. What does he say, Belky? You know the speech. Hold on. Something about hard things. Hold on. Hold on. We don't do things because they're easy. We do them because they're hard. Yes, We're sir. going to the moon, baby. Woo-wee! We're going to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That's what he did. He's like, we're going to spank these clowns right out of there. And that's the story brand. Because we end up kicking ass, crushing ass, kicking ass, whatever I want to say. Because it's got the story brand. He can rally the troops like no other. Because we have the villain, the Soviets, and their little communism. We don't like them. There's the problem. Who's going to be the big dog with the big D? It's got to be us. And then it's it's this whole philosophical question of, uh, are we controlling the universe like are we the most powerful ones out there did you make that up or was that in there i was somewhere trickled in there and oh I that was nice it. that was nice that was something but it, uh, i mean there are seven elements in this story brand <laughs> we're gonna get <laughs> into a them. great transition it, it knocks them all out did you say who it's for no i said jfk <laughs> that's who it's for oh yeah he's he's our no, guide pop he's our guide. jfk was not the hero of that story no, my friend but he's the guide yes the he's hero's the america baby. america usa the, number that's one. who it's for no, that's not who it's for. It's for the guides. Because traditionally, mm-hmm. myself included, you start a company, you do something, you sell a product, whatever you're doing, you're like, I'm dope, I'm doing it, I'm going against the grain, and I'm getting it done. Yes, sir. All those I'm these. the hero. I'm a superhero for getting it done. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. You will fall flat on your face if that's the mode of thought you take all the way to the end of your company's life cycle. The consumer... The Americans are are the hero, and you or JFK in that sense are, are guiding them to success. But you got to tease in. A, okay, we'll we'll get to the so, we'll get to the script. So that's I mean that's a big question we got to answer because uh, traditionally we have no idea. Clearly, we don't even know what we're doing in this whole podcasting world. <laughs> but the hero is not the smart nonsense podcast, not at all, not Belky, not me. The hero is you, you the listener, you the viewer. If you're on that's YouTube, exactly like right. a stud. <laughs> And so we, we want to wrap our brains around this whole story brand framework for how to, how to tell your story, whether you're an entrepreneur or just some marketing guy at a company or just like in general telling people what you do. I think it's cool to have that, mm. that one liner that mm. really encapsulates how you impact and, the world. And what Miller says about what we'll get to in a second, the story brand brand script is every successful thing follows this. Every good book you've read, every series, every podcast you listen to that's successful, every Hollywood movie, like everything follows this to a T. He even says early in the book, like, I'm going to ruin everything for you because you're going to see, oh, there's some tension. They have a problem. There's the guide who's helping the hero with a plan, yada, yada, yada. Um, So every successful thing follows this. This smart nonsense podcast as well also has to follow that. And we're the guides. I know that's what I'm nervous because I, I was trying to go through here and I'm like, I don't even know who the character that we're trying to help is. Like, are we talking about uh, Gen Z entrepreneurs out there or is it like. Yeah, that's uh, what's tough is because we were actually the hero of the story when we started this thing because it was for fun. It was a creative outlet. It was a way for us to 
exercise like forming reasonable thoughts. I'm really going into the demographics on our nine YouTube viewers. <laughs> it's tough. I think it's Can slick you get and all your fake accounts. <laughs> Probably. So we'll we'll get into the framework. We'll kind of break it down for ourselves. I think that that might be useful. Who knows? But the idea is so so dope. I've even gone through their website because I wanted to figure out how they how they market. But there are so many ideas that just flop. I think the, the biggest concern for people is you don't understand marketing, but you have this great product and you know it works and so you know it helps people. But it's like, how do you tell them succinctly in this like caveman one-liner way oh, yeah. that this shit is dope? I think what's really good early on in the book, again, wow, we're just teasing the framework here. Um Basically, what Donald Miller says about the consumer is, and this is true if you think about it, everything we do, every decision we make, every product we use, everything we decide to do comes down to the fact of, will this help me survive or thrive as a human being? Mm. If not, it, it's literally a function of taking too much brain energy to figure out what somebody's saying or pitching or doing that you the, the consumer just turns the other direction. Caveman talk is... What, That's what reminded uh, me of that because we follow a lot of people on Twitter. Uh, David Perel being one of them. Uh, what did I want to say? Ben Graham. <laughs> we up? follow one Paul person Graham. on Paul, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's David Perel. Paul Graham, right? He. I don't know. Every time I think of Benjamin Graham, who was like the intelligent investor guy, but oh yeah, whatever. He he talks about. He has his essays. They're basically all like good writing. Looks like simple writing. All it is is just shit that it looks like you and I could do. And it's just super easily digestible. And that's what a lot of people fail at. They, they try and come up with these cute little workaround phrases where I think they had an example and it's like, uh, I don't know, ingesting uh, knowledge so you can exhale excellence. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck does that mean? Like, tell me, there tell was me so what your shit does for me. At, at like university level writing, it was just like jargon. I think the tagline to take away there for anyone, whatever you're doing, if you confuse, you'll lose. That's it. That's it. Remember that rhyme. If you confuse, you will lose. And everyone's like, what the hell is this podcast doing? And we're like, we we're don't know. Confusing. We're confusing <laughs> each other. But let's get into the framework. We've teased it enough. SB7, story brand seven, seven key stages in the framework. We can just list them real quick and then we'll dive into each one. So you need a character, right? Whenever you're you're doing this shit, who's the character? Who's going to be the hero in your journey? Then you get into their problem. And usually with the problem, you kind of break it down into multiple stages, I guess we'll, we'll get into. Mm. Then they find a guide to help them with the problem. They give them, that guide gives them a plan, calls them to action, makes them do something. Then there's some sort of like stakes where either you have this awesome success or there's this terrible failure and you got to lay out exactly why it's so important. And then by the end of it, the character transforms and there's some sort of new from something of a, to something. a butterfly from that little caterpillar right and along the way again like you can do this i don't know how we're going to display this but you can, for any movie there is this like a character has a problem there's an external one then there's an internal one which is how they feel there's a philosophical problem which is why that matters they meet a guide who helps them cross the river gives them a call to action and that tale either ends in a happy ending I just uh, I just turned on the the noise, noise canceling and I oh that shit is got me in your ears now. Um, it's that push and pull of tension between the happy ending and that cataclysmic failure that is what makes a story worth what, telling. What did he call it? The story gap or the something gap? 
there's some gap. There's this big toy loops creating loops and closing them. Yeah, I mean the the main idea is open loop, closed loop, and it's it's everywhere, dude. That's the foundation to an interesting life is understanding loops. And <laughs> what, you, what kind of loops? <laughs> Hula hoops. No, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Hula loops. <laughs> it's just you have you want people to be interested in any shit that you're doing. So you want to bring it up, kind of tease it, say why it's important. Again, we we don't really do it the best, but like in theory, you, you bring it up, tease it, and then now they're like begging for the answer. What is the answer? Give it to me. Give me solve this problem. Close this loop in my mind. And they even said like, what is it? Not Mary had a little lamb, but any song actually. That stupid hoops show that we watched. Ah, hoops. Yeah. Uh, yesterday it was like. They played this little song, and Family Guy does songs sometimes, but this song had zero rhymes in it. And I, I kept, I, there was an open loop. It's like, I'm waiting for the rhyme, and yeah. it just never came. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right. So I guess, for instance, like that song would never become an earworm because you have to close. Ear. The human being is always trying to close loops. I forget the loop point that you might be talking about, but it's like, it's the survive and thrive thing. It's like your brain wants to do the least amount of work to remember something or do something or whatever. And so if that's like closing a stupid earworm, always trying to figure out the last Well, that's why, yeah, you're, you're Think like about a, how much work you would have to do to try and remember all those lines that didn't rhyme. Like that song will never catch on. That's just one example. <laughs> yeah, I still don't remember it. So. Uh, okay, okay. A character. Here's the brand script. Yes, sir. Summing up what you said. You have a character who has a problem. They meet a guide who gives them a plan. That plan calls them to action. And through that, their story either ends in success. No, it, it should end in success and helps them avoid failure. And through that whole journey, they will go from this person they were before aspiring to become this character hero that they are mm. after. That's everything. You want to know a good example? Yeah. It's going back a little bit, but if you okay. confuse, you'll lose. I like this one. Okay. Steve Jobs, Apple in the 80s mm. when they're releasing their first Macintosh. I think it was Lisa. I don't know. Steve. Oh, there's actually. Don't look you know at what? me so lovingly. Mm-hmm. Was it Amazon Prime or Netflix? I forget. They have a really good Jobs document, or not documentary, but movie about. Yeah, it must have been Lisa, and then he had some cube shit that just didn't sell. Some like black. Oh, cube. next. Next. Oh, that was. Dude, this movie's great. I don't know. Oh, we're going to put it right there in the middle of me. Did we watch Melky. it? Uh, I watched it with my mom. We're going to put it in the middle of us. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mama's boy. So. With the release of the first, I think it was Lisa Macintosh, doesn't matter. What Steve Jobs does, because he's like this highfalutin guy, he, 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 do you rent out a newspaper advertisement? Purchase it. He purchases a New York Times advertisement, and it's like nine pages. All the specs, all the technicality, all the stuff he's like geeking out over. Computer hits the market, huge flop. Why? If you confuse, you'll lose. Nobody knew why they were supposed to buy this computer, what they're well, supposed to do with it. You got to think, if you came up to a caveman and you're like, check out these specs, he's like, like first of all, what's a spec? <laughs> so, but wait, what, what, okay. what he does is, <laughs> okay, what he does is he comes back with the next launch again, Macintosh 2, I don't know what the fuck it was, but all they did to advertise wasn't nine pages in the New York Times. They just rented billboards that said, think different. Mm-hmm. And by that point, they had they had created this entire story brand about their consumer, who's right. the creator. And now you don't need to prove all the specs and everything because you're like, oh, they they just constantly innovate. You know they're going to be cutting edge in whatever they do because they think different. 
different leagues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Belky, that's a, that's a good example there. Does that fit in the framework? Where the fuck were you in the framework? I got lost there. I went a little bit back. I okay. said, if you confuse, you'll lose. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, that's the... Man, we're confusing people with ourselves. That's really the, gotta... my hope. My hope is that when we confuse... The humor and the nonsense is enough <laughs> to lose keep them. people around because it's so low stakes. So should we go into like? Yeah, um, I like the problem. All right, problem. so we get everyone kind of. You got to figure out your hero. Like we're still trying to figure it out. Maybe it's a twenty-three-year-old semi-entrepreneur that's scared, needs community. I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, but then they have a problem, and you need that villain for America in the sixties. It was the Soviets. Here, the podcast. The villain is <laughs> the banker working nine to five. Probably. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't want to be there. Uh, and then they face sort of three sub problems within the problem. One external, one internal, and one philosophical. So if you go back to say the, the space race shit, just cause I brought it up. External is like who has the best tech? Like who's, who's yeah. Just, external like, is basically like, first to the moon wins. like there's this cuban missile crisis we have the what's the arms race like arms race yeah basically everyone's concerned about orbit and all these ballistic missiles we want to just not die so that's the, that's the external problem there internal is like who who's the big dog on campus and campus being the world i think of it as uh maybe that's what it is i thought it was like um how does that make your hero feel the internal problem. Yeah, yeah, it's like confidence versus right. inferiority. Right. Uh, wait, there's a really good distinction here. Um, oh, companies often sell external problems, mm. but people buy solutions to internal problems. Hey, look at you. That's a big one. So, right. So, if JFK comes and he's, he's selling the fact, um, he's selling the external problem, which is what we need to get to the moon, we need to get to the moon, people wouldn't buy into it. It's not until he targets that internal problem, which is why we as Americans should be proud to be Americans. We should go to the moon that, that people bought into the mission. Yeah, it's the pride. I mean, that's that's the one thing, our overconfidence, that's what we're known for. And it, it all stems from you and me? the shit. No, like oh, the America as a whole. Yeah, everyone <laughs> I'm hates like, yeah, us. I mean, I like, guess. <laughs> same thing with Argentina and Latin America. Everyone hates them because they think they're the, the big dogs down there. Philosophical. <laughs> philosophical. And I think philosophical there is... Communism versus capitalism, like, how are we going to govern the world? Why does this matter? Yeah. So, it, God, I, I, I just love the natural story within history there. History. Yeah. All right. Then the guide. Uh, is that enough or do we miss more from That's problem? good. Hey, that's good. That's good. Meets a guide. The guide can do two things oh. really quick. Right, well, the guide has to show some form of empathy. Like, I understand. JFK, here we go. This is going to be the JFK pod. <clears throat> JFK, you know, shows some form of empathy. Like, I resonate with you. I'm an American. Blah, blah, blah. And they have to have some authority, which is trust, which is why should the hero blindly follow this guy to the other end of... Didn't he have that story time? where he was the, the war hero, where he had the PT cruiser or whatever that got shot, and he he was in the water and saved some survivors? I don't know. I read this a while ago. No, it wasn't in the book. Oh, who? JFK? Yeah. I don't do history. Yes. PT Cruiser? I love history. <laughs> we should just turn this into a history podcast, and I just try and convince you that It'd it's be a dope. different story, Brand. So, yeah, empathy. 
I mean, he's an American, so kind of natural empathy there. He, he cares for us succeeding. Um, authority. I, I kind of want to like connect the podcast with a lot of this because clearly we didn't think about this beforehand. But like, authority comes from guests or books. We don't actually have our own authority for the most part, other than like being able to feed ourselves. Right. We haven't made it to success as a guide in a sense to have that authority. I think that's why my first million is so successful. Mm. It's because those guys are living and breathing it. They've made it. They've sold companies. We trust the hell out of them for their authority. That's a big difference. But it depends what framework we're working. Like we have the authority of making it through the education we did. That's what we talk a lot about. I don't give a fuck about telling people how to get into schools though. We're I, like, mean, how, we're, we're, I mean, telling people to get out of the rat race. Like, we have the authority uh, to say we're out of it and we're okay. Yeah, that's valid. But we're not that okay. <laughs> so, we, that, that needs to wait. Okay. Um, but the plan I like. So, then that guide gives them a plan. And what the plan is, is the lost hero is standing on one side of the river. And the guide is just planting huge stones for them to mm. step across the river. That's the plan. Step on this stone, then that one, then that one, and that one, and you'll be on the other side of the river. And we're staying kind of uh, abstract here, but it's it's literally like you get on a sales page on a website, and it's like, all right, you're the hero. This is the problem you're facing. I, I know this. I've had this problem before. Here's exactly steps one through four that you need to do to buy. And then once you buy, you do these four steps to get all set up, and mm-hmm. now that's going to resolve whatever problem you yes. had. So it kind of... I guess we're going into the the calls to action. Uh, they have like this di- is good. Okay. Do you remember this one? Oh, you like this one? You, well, you, you, d- you direct it. versus transitional. I I love this book. I've done this exercise so many Bel- times. This now. is the first time this- Belky's convinced me to read a book. That's good. I think you. So I got it from a friend, uh, our, one of our developers at Dunbar, and then I think you looked it up. You're like, wow, it actually has five stars, like across yeah. the board, right? It's got a lot of reviews too. Hell of reviews. Okay, that's a good litmus test. So the call to action. There are two types. There are direct calls to action and there are transitional calls to action. And the difference is transitional calls to action are, will you date me? Whereas a direct call to action is, will you marry me? Right? Hold on. I want to look up this conversation. Um, David's in the audience. Should we bring it up? (laughs) He might need the book. Okay. 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 (laughs) Because, Because it takes a lot. He says like, People don't do enough calls to action. It's a, I just missed what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, he, he says people need way more calls to action than you think. And it goes something like this. The company asks, <laughs> will you marry me? Customer, no. Company, will you go out with me again? Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, hold on. Let me finish this. Let me finish this. Let me finish this. Let me finish this. Um, the customer says, yeah, I'll go out with you again. I'll try that product. I'll download your PDF, whatever. Okay, company. Uh, company says fuck this will you marry me now (laughs) the person says no um we're like okay transitional will you go out with us again for another date customer says sure you're interesting and the information you provide is helpful last time us will you marry me the customer finally okay i'll marry you now which means i will order that product i will buy that thing i will go with you as as myself like whatever it is you have to do a lot of dating a lot of transitional calls to action keep asking keep asking keep dating keep dating before you can find not always sometimes you just shivan it Right out of the gate, you get the one or All a right, one. All right, let's point some fingers. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, the the person we're going to talk about was giving a hard head shake. All I want to say 
<laughs> I said this name. is just hinge stuff, by the way. Inside jokes. Oh, you're going in more detail. He's <laughs> 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 strong. Uh, all I'm saying. We haven't named names. Okay, it's gotta get cut. Okay, moving on. Moving on. It, nothing's moving on. cut. It's all good. Moving on. There's nothing there. <laughs> the call to action ends in success, or no, sorry, it ends in success so that your character avoids failure, and that's super spelled out too. It's like, what does a successful world look like in this story brand? Mm. And failure. Failure has to, I've, I'm mansplaining, but failure has to not no, be so great. in your head. I don't like this. <laughs> failure has to be not so great that it's overwhelming and causes your hero to do nothing, but not so meek that um, there's not enough tension for the hero to want to thrive and, and, success, mm. and have success. It has to be like a pretty healthy dose of failure. Um, yeah, I think for us... It's just the fear of dying, living an unfulfilled life. Yeah. That's... That we probably have to get more specific than that. I know we do. It's like, what does unfulfilled mean? It's Um, like... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What we have to do, and I told you this in all the time we've been waiting to shoot pods, is like, there is a story brand to be written for the uh, podcast as a whole. There's also a story brand to be written for each and every episode. And our format is how do we take the listener, the viewer, maybe it's us if we really do this for ourselves, how do we take us through the story brand narrative each and every episode? That's a high bar. <laughs> Clearly didn't do it for this podcast, but maybe... <laughs> Loop-de-loops. I, that's one thing. Okay, I was thinking about this with good brands. Brands we like. We mentioned My First Million. I like their podcast because I come out of that and I know I'm going to get tangible results. My transformation is I'm going to go from... We didn't even cover transformation, but True. I'm going to go from like... <laughs> the most important slide. Like just, I don't know, some bored semi-entrepreneur to now someone with an idea. Like they're going to give me an idea. You'll come out of this with something to take action on. I love that. I think Caller Daddy's like, oh, you're going to get better at sex or you're going to have better sex, whatever it is. That's their sort of deliverable. JFK, we're going to put a man on the fucking moon. Like, it's just very clear, concise what you're going to get out of everything. I don't know what the hell people get out of this. It's got to be entertaining. <laughs> it's, I what think, else you I got? I think of this like, like a textbook that you can actually read. This? Story yeah. brand? No, no. Oh, uh, the- as in like the podcast in general, like textbooks are boring. It's like educational semi. Yeah. That's also entertaining. And I texted you the other day, like... This is kind of story brandy, but the stuff that resonates the resonates resonates the most is the stories we tell. It's the we history gotta tell you tell. More stories. It's the travel stories we tell. It's the you know putting putting anything in the framework of a story is what allows people to latch onto it because your brain is looking for patterns and things that that yeah. happen in stories and and narratives to try and piece piece puzzle pieces together. That's the beauty of all of marketing is. This shit doesn't change. We haven't changed in tens of thousands of years. Mm, voice crack. <laughs> I haven't changed since we were. So, okay. Regroup, Dylan. Regroup. Okay. So the whole point is human psychology does not change. We know this shit. People love stories. Just tell a good story. This book tells you exactly how to. And guess what? That story is going to help you sell whatever your product is, whatever your company is trying to put out to the world. 
and now you can survive and thrive a lot better. The last thing you need. Mm-hmm. Everything you said is true. Okay. The last thing you need in your company as a podcast host, as uh, whatever, Slick Rick, I know you're listening, as a chiropractor, <laughs> you know this, you've, you've made it, you're, you're wiser, much wiser. Um, you need your one-liner. Mm. And the one-liner is a distilled story brand. It's a character with a problem, a plan, and what success looks like. And that one-liner never changes. He talks about, I think, a musician. Like the the biggest pop stars we know, they show up and they sing the same song over and over mm. and over again. They do it because they have to. That's their identity. Like you have to have a one-liner. Do we have a long one-liner? <laughs> Speak up. No. When someone says, what do you do? It should be the same freaking thing every single time. So that people start talking about what you well, do, and then it it proceeds. It's itself. funny because I have a lot of people ask, like, "Oh, what's your podcast about?" And now it's it's just taking your little elevator pitch. It's the super concise version of the elevator pitch. Even this morning, hearing David describe Dunbar, I was like, "Oh, the, like this one liner. Once you get it, you just copy and paste it for everyone. It's like an essay in college, and you're like, oh, I'll just send it out yeah. to everybody.'" The author even says he would go around his, the workplace giving, he'd ask someone, what's our one-liner? Give them five bucks if they got yeah. it right. Right here, it would be like, if we're talking about Gen Z, it's like, you know, we help Gen Z with this problem by talking about these things so that blank, which would be success. Our, pro- our character, Gen Z, has a little problem. We have the plan. We think and what does success look like? That's your one-liner. Yeah, I wonder what our what that internal problem is. Is it like fear, or is it? I, I don't know who the hell we're appealing I, to. I give a better example. Maybe of Dunbar's one-liner. Maybe we come with some one-liner options next podcast, oh. and we're like, this this is what the podcast gonna be. <laughs> what we should do, I think, it would be too much to do this live on the air. Um, but we should we should really sit down and and do this yeah that would have been nice for this episode yeah right here's here's the one-liner for dunbar if it ever loads loading 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 you don't get five bucks loading 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 i i do know it but i also know i have little notes in here okay we're helping you that's our character it should probably be more specific but this is like a mission statement who's you exactly okay forget it for now escape the grips of social media Okay. That's a problem. That's the villain. That's all kind of baked in there. By making it, here's the plan. Here comes the plan, Pop. By making it super easy to find and meet up with your closest friends. And when you meet with them, you receive random rewards to use together. And then there's a statement on success. Are you supposed to get into feelings more? <sighs> well, that's success. Maybe. So our success is, with our help, you'll be able to like, optimize <clears> the time you spend with your Dunbar circles and have better connectedness I to the friends like the you care most about. I feel like the problem you're solving about. is this loneliness. People want to connect more with other people. So what is, how does that manifest Well, itself? it depends on the framework, right? It depends if we're targeting, like, this social dilemma. This people spending too much time on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Snap. I'm replacing a lot of N's with M's. I think I said snapped chat. I wasn't even listening to you. Um, versus what you talk a lot about is the persona who, yeah, is looking, we call it internally, Meetup Martin. Meetup Martin's looking, that's a persona. 
You little meetup Martin. Meetup Martin is lonely. Yeah. Where are my friends at looking for that? So maybe, maybe it needs more specificity. Um, but we have three different personas we talk about. That's the thing, three different Compared heroes. to whatever you had before this, it, it's like night and day in terms of, all right, now I can sort of clearly picture the problem, how it's getting solved, and, and just in one line, you can uh, convey your message. So I think that's the, the whole idea is you go through this whole framework, and we're going to have photos everywhere on uh, YouTube so you can see it. But you take that, distill it down into one sentence. That's your guiding light for customers for your team for everyone to just see this is what our company stands for is what our story brand is yeah and again you can do this for everything i'll say we have at dunbar we have a story brand for our customers we have a story brand for our employees we have a story brand for our I merchants it's supposed to be the same one hmm? you have a different one for your a different team one for the yeah because the hero of the dunbar culture story is the employee and the executives are the guides You have to do separate ones. Our merchants have a different story brand brand script. They have a different problem we're mm. solving. Mm. And Dunbar's the guide. Mm. <laughs> so at the end of the day, uh, JFK put us on the moon because of story brand. So if you want to go to space, then that's how you do it. Hey, Elon Musk, we could have talked about Elon. He just landed on Mars with the... Uh... He did not land on Mars. NASA did, but that's okay. <laughs> Elon, Elon just in his little Tesla. I think Elon tweeted about it. You see the Tesla, how it's just orbiting Earth? Or is that Earth? What? They I think sent a Earth. Tesla out of orbit. Ooh, you're out of your Tesla. comfort zone now, Pop. You're yeah, the Tesla Roadster. That's old news. That was like two years I ago. Follow the news. I just saw. I just saw on Twitter the the little like discovery, whatever they call this robot thing. Uh, it's some of that perseverance or something. Perseverance. perseverance is like we landed on this shit, and I was like, <laughs> "You're swearing, huh, little robot?" So you really think the robot's tweeting? I think so. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. All right. Well, that's story, Brand. We will see you next episode. Maybe we'll have Ian on next. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. That's the last bit of pod pod we have not talked tokens. about. We will see you next, I believe, Monday with an old friend. <laughs> He's my friend now, baby. We've had him on here many times. Ian Lapham will be joining us soon. Oh.